there's some mad-ass Jews out there in Bay Ridge uh, looking for yeah. trouble, it sounds like to me. Problem solved. I guess, but... Problem the smallest room in New York City. I've been depressed. Saying her. Earn, earn. Listen up. Here comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Now, last week, a couple days after the attack in Israel, you had these guys marching down 47th Street through the Diamond District, doing their usual, burn all the Jews. Okay. You know, but that's okay. Waving the Palestinian flag, burn the Jews, kill the Jews, destroy Israel. And, you know... If I myself was looking out the window, I'm not Jewish, but I would feel the need to give him a little, I don't care if it was a bag of dirty cat litter, piss, I would have <laughs> heaved something out the window on him. Um, and As a non-Jew, you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> as a goyim. Let the Jews handle it. As the goyim. But you know what? Yeah. You got these, you know, you really want to talk about pouring gasoline on the fire. But yeah. what would have happened? I don't even think they would even would have arrested these guys. Um, you know, so there's a there's a double edged, you know. There's a, there's a, what do you mean they totally, wouldn't have arrested? Oh, no, they wouldn't arrest them because they're you know they they're out there making a political statement. You know, it's it's funny how that's uh, how you, that you, know, you would think that if if saying <laughs> fuck Islam, fuck Palestine, or whatever, that's uh, that seems as if that's pretty much regarded as a hate speech thing here or at least upgrades their crime to a hate crime but uh walking down the street saying burn all the jews uh it doesn't seem to do that and all the while well, they call, and all and, myself and all the while they call trump hitler that's the funny part i've never heard him say burn all the jews <laughs> yeah that's uh, burn all the jews it all. it's kind of a distinct hitler vibe to it right well pat you gotta uh, okay yeah. no 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 I, I can't i can't deal with it I mean, even Hitler didn't say burn all the Jews. He well, didn't say it. Place. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't march down the street saying it. Yeah. He, even in Nazi Germany, people would have been like, "That this this is harsh. <laughs> ich bin ein... <laughs> yeah. You know what I, I mean? I am not burning Jews. Thank, <laughs> God, thank God we have... Now, not... now, we have all these knuckleheads, all these college nimrods out there carrying on about the PLO, and they use the same chants that the PLO uses. One is from river to sea. Right. That's a euphemism for the destruction of the state of Israel. That's what they mean. From river to sea? Yeah. (laughs) And it's a euphemism. Basically, they want to erase the state of Israel. I don't think these kids could find Israel on a map. Oh, not happening. Much less understand the, you know, give them a visual graphic, you know, with Egypt and Jordan and the Sinai. Man, but that's the crap that they're spouting out. Look, that's in, how indoctrinated these kids are today. No, they understand colonial uh, colonizing, you know, colonial, all that shit. That's <laughs> but what, that doesn't have anything to do. With it's all anti-white is, all, is what it is. I yeah, mean, yeah, and then they got that wrong, too. They're leveraging it to be anti-white. But, well, no, yeah. they don't have it wrong. I know they see it that way. They see it that way. And that's way, how yeah. it's couched. And like the Palestinians, they can lump that in with Islam. And it, Islam is the faith of the third world. And the third world is oppressed by the white Eurocentric empires. So on. Uh, and so forth 
you yeah, know, it's that, funny because last week um, there was some there was a PLO protest in Bay Ridge. Um, you know, carrying on Jews get out of Gaza. This and that. Blah, 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 blah. You are colonizers. So I can't take credit for this, but some wag on Twitter came out and said, "What would you call all these people moving into Bay Ridge and taking it over?" <laughs> You're a bunch of colonizers. And I sat back. I says, he's got quite the point there. I never thought of it like that. From river to sea. <laughs> From river to sea. The East River to the Atlantic. See? Yeah. From the lower <laughs> Hudson, from the lower New York Harbor to uh, Bay Ridge Avenue. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, people say some pretty extreme stuff like that these days. A Sikh man was beaten to death in New York City in a road rage attack, family calling for hate crime charges. A 66-year-old Sikh man beaten, not half to death, but to death in All a Queens way. road rage attack last week. And his family's calling for the alleged killer's face hate crime charges. I don't see why the family needs to get involved in a charging decision personally. Well, they're upset, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it says a that, road rage. Incident. That means you get now, to influence a charging decision. Yeah, I'm no. upset. <laughs> I mean, here again, don't know the full details. Was the fact that he was a Sikh and the guy saw this and wanted to attack him, or was there some altercation involving traffic and they got in a fight? It's road rage. Uh, if they're calling it road rage, I know. Yeah, then exactly. It has to be. I mean, the guy hates traffic. If he hates anything, right. <laughs> So uh, you have to have something more there that specifically just because the guy's a Sikh and he was wearing his turban and all that, you you need to have it where, yeah, I, I sought him out because I don't like those people. Right, Pete. Um, where did this happen? Queens. You need a more specific. They'll, they'll mention no. it. They'll mention it on down, but it was in Queens. Uh, here's the guy right here, by the way. I, I assume this is the victim. Uh, yeah, this is the it's this He's is a Sikh. that's a before yep. that's a that's before a, picture. Well, yes, have you ever seen a Sikh that wasn't a hundred years old for God's sake? They're, they're always <laughs> once uh, in a while, but yes, they do tend to be right. That's old. every cab driver, you know, that you see with one of those turbans. <laughs> He's like a long white beard, and you're like, that's kind of do I get three wishes for riding in this cab? Now, is there a description of the perpetrators? Well, the other driver was a 30-year-old Gilbert Augustine, and he was arrested the next day, hit with charges. Because what happened is, what happened is, uh, James Singh was driving his wife home from a doctor's appointment. They're always doing something like that. You know, when something like this comes up. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Watch those appointment days, you know. It was in Kew Gardens, actually, around noon, and, his, uh, and he got into a fenda-benda. Sparking the deadly confrontation, a fender bender. This is all okay. out of a, you know. This is yeah. this is part of Henry Ford's responsibility. You know, this is his legacy, his evil legacy. <laughs> the other driver was yeah, Gilbert Augustine, thirty. Rested the next day, hit with those charges, including manslaughter, assault, aggravated unlicensed operation. Oh, aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Well, Boy, thank really, God they oh. got him off the road. That's <laughs> well, there we go. They're throwing the book at this guy. <laughs> aggravated, but what aggravates unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle? Is it beating is it beating a guy to death? Does that do it? <laughs> I know. No. That's multiple suspensions. 
you know, getting oh, okay. tickets and just never going back to court. Okay, right. So, um, now, you got to be careful with these stories because sometimes you say, oh, beat to death. A lot of times it's a one-shot. Somebody just gets a lucky punch in, right. and bang, guy goes back, hits his head on the concrete, hits his head on the curb. And the next thing you know, he's got a cerebral bleed or whatever, bang, he's dead. Yeah. Um, I mean, did this guy stomp him out, or was it a couple of punches? That's what we we have yet to find out. Yeah. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna. I have to grab this Mountain Dew out of the. I, I hate to sound unprofessional. <laughs> okay. I was trying to we'll find. We'll be some, right back. I was after trying this to word from Mountain Dew. I was trying to find Let's some way you. to do it. You know what happens every time though? If I try to jump up while somebody's talking, they immediately wrap up. It's so weird. Now, I'm not saying you just did that, Pete, because, I mean, there was, but people, anyway, I'll be right back. <laughs> Can I take a minute? I'm going to go sneak in, go into yeah, the smoke. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's all on you, Doug. Oh, no, I'll have to man the ship all by myself. But, of course, uh, these details where there's are scant, uh, this does create a problem, uh, as was uh, explored here. Uh, yeah, it could have been just one punch. The guy falls back. He looks to be a rather elderly gentleman uh, and uh, hit his head. And, and that, that could be that. Um, there's also the details of they wanted to be a hate crime. Uh, we still don't have anything there to indicate that other than the guy was a Sikh and all that. But it could just be the fender bitter is what led to the altercation. Now, based on what we heard about the guy uh, was unlicensed and all that, it's <laughs> aggravated as well. Uh, could indicate that this guy was at fault for the for the accident too, because it sounds like he's a crappy driver. He can't maintain <laughs> a driver's license, uh, so there's that. But uh, as far as hate crime, uh, so far not seeing anything that indicates that. It sounds more like the guy got pissed off over this fender bender, where this sort of thing happens all the time. Hence the term, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, road rage. Uh, so, uh, until further details where the guy jumped out and said, Oh, it's one of you pieces of shit. And then goes on, <laughs> it starts calling him all kinds of names and what slurs and whatnot. Then, okay. You could do that. But, but overall, the whole concept of hate crime, um, is not good. Uh, uh, uh manslaughter was bad before you came up with the term of hate crime. It is, uh, punishable by the law. You should not beat the shit out of somebody over a fender bender, uh, regardless uh, of what religious or ethnic background they have. So uh, hate crime really adds nothing to it. Uh, and it leads to things like we saw earlier where the guys get slapped with hate crime uh, uh, charges when they use nasty slurs or whatnot. Well, despite what the woke era tells you, hate speech is free speech. And, you know, you're going to run into shit and you just got to grow up and deal with it. Hi, well, Pat. The, the, I, I would love to just. What if it was just a half hour of that now? You know, <laughs> me babbling. You could do on. it. You could do it. Yes, I could do it. I mean, I know you can. I mean, you. Especially if I had some uh, years to quote. You know, dweedy dweedy do. No, you you got you know, you got it. You could sit there and do that with no. I don't know how it would take you a while to even get off topic. Oh yeah, you're. It's amazing. I mean, I I don't have that gift of gab. Is I'm I'm, I'm far too self conscious about the shit I'm saying a lot of times. It takes me a while to get into that groove of just. Ah, I'm I just do blank a lot, stuff. so I'm like babbling. 
trying to what was i talking about well this uh <laughs> back to the topic at hand i guess people won't mind if we sort of just go over some of this and anything yeah, interesting we'll yeah, remind him of back. uh that's uh of course pete panuccio who is a 39 year old uh a 39 year old please 39, <laughs> 39 year, years old 39 year veteran of nypd night watch detective and uh you know we're yeah. very lucky to have him because uh he's just he is he is NYPD, you know. He is uh it, well uh, that might not he he exemplifies everything NYPD should be. As far right. as I know, I'm some comic from Chattanooga. What the fuck do I know? Take my <laughs> word for it. He seems pretty impressive. Yes. Uh so here's the way it happened. Moments after Singh's Toyota collided with Augustine's Ford Mustang, and I think this may be a source of the uh, problem here this guy has mm. obviously got a nice i mean a ford mustang is a pretty nice vehicle and i don't know what kind yeah. of sings toyota you know it's uh, yeah you don't want it scratched up was it a celica you know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want toyota paint on your mustang Mm-mm. no I keep that thing get the fuck away I, yeah you don't even want to you don't want the seek coming over there and it's, i bet it, what, what happened is they when they ever they uh now I'm imagining this, and I'm going to go ahead and just give you my version before I read the real thing. Uh, the, the he goes, he he's already mad about the car, and then he's like, "And it's this motherfucker with the turban," you know? Uh, yeah. Might have added to it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, anybody he'd be mad at, but like, say if it was a big titted blonde, I bet he wouldn't have beat her to death. It's like, oh, <laughs> let's exchange phone numbers. <laughs> so moments after Singh's Toyota collided with this Mustang that belonged to Augustine, a, a witness reported hearing a male voice say, no police, and saw a man reaching into the victim's car and ripping a cell phone out of his hand. So he was about to call the cops immediately, Singh was, mm-hmm. I assume, and the can he ripped the cell phone out of Having a cell phone ripped out of your hand, it's, it's not, no one likes that. No. No one likes that at all. No one ever says, wow, you did that really fast. That was impressive. (laughs) Thanks. If you want to get technical, Uh you know, that's a robbery. You're taking the property by force. Yeah. Is it a a hate crime? No. Yeah. So, so far, so, you know, here I wonder if he's going to be charged with robbery here. But uh, he ripped the cell phone out of his hand. Singh got out of his car and followed Augustine because he wanted his phone. And the two men argued before the victim managed to grab his phone back. Unbelievable. The clash was uh, the clash wasn't over. He returned to his Toyota, Singh did, and then he allegedly punched him three times in the head and face, causing him to fall on the ground and suffer a brain injury. Yep. Yeah. So three, well, three times, you know. Okay, three punches then. Still beaten to death, technically, I guess. Um, Yeah. He didn't fall to his death. I mean, he might have fallen to his death, but he's fallen. (laughs) He can't get up. Uh, But it's like what you know what he was saying was like taking the phone is in and of itself robbery even though he didn't really want the phone to take it but he did take it but it still counts yeah it doesn't matter why you're robbing i guess the motive although unless it's unless you have hateful motives (laughs) this is not a hate crime no i know that but i mean yeah if you have we're sort of lampooning the idea of hate crimes anyway you know because right the concept of it yeah it seems to me like you judge by your actions like okay take for instance like these people who uh, i don't i don't remember exactly how long ago this was or exactly where but there were you know it was a muslim uh whatever they call their fucking church you know the fucking temple or whatever 
and they uh, a mosque. That's what it is. A mosque. Yeah. Everything they say sounds like they're coughing something up. You know. <laughs> and it, um, they put some like a bucket of pig parts out front or something like that. You know. Okay. Right. Right. So right. to me, like that can be a hate crime because it's just like maybe vandalism. You know, or maybe improper storage of whatever the fuck you know whatever it is it is you yeah. know but like to say like well they hate pigs so therefore it's a hate crime that seems to me like you're giving them a level of uh, protection that involves their re- own personal religion you know pete and then like how do you you, know, you you have to you have to assume that everybody knows about everybody's religious preferences and even if they do no. hit a bullseye like that i mean would that be a hate crime no well something like that like in this particular case, this is not a hate crime. No, but I'm, I'm talking sure about the, the pig, the pig example, pig example. Um, that popped up this week. They played a video of what was perceived to be Israeli soldiers dipping their bullets in pig's blood. They had a seven pig's head there. Well, and <laughs> wait a second, we're talking about two different things here. Yeah, I know, but but. That was does, one of the inflammatory make it, videos. Does it become a hate? It. Does it become a hate crime then to shoot somebody <laughs> with? He killed the guy anyway. So, yeah, 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 he's just as dead. But I mean... but now you're adding insult to injury by putting yeah. the forbidden. Well, I think in the case of because this did happen where people dumped a pig's head at, at, uh, on the at the front door of a mosque. So uh, in that instance, that doesn't really shouldn't involve law enforcement, but under the hate crime idea, oh, they do it. Other than Absolutely. law enforcement's involvement would be vandalism. You know, that you dumped garbage on their door or you splatted it with pig's blood or something along those lines. Yeah, the, Technically, if, you look, if you look at the NYPD with the guidelines for hate crimes, it's, it's mind-boggling to figure oh, out. I imagine, yeah. There's a whole protocol that's got to be followed. You have to call the patrol duty captain who makes a decision if it's a hate crime and you know and there's a whole subset of factors that have to be in play we've been to jobs where swastikas were scrawled on the front of a building and you know oh there's swastikas on the building all right is it a hate crime though and a lot of times it would not it was not deemed to be a hate crime it's an offensive symbol yeah but that could be yeah. just some jackass walking down right. the street, throwing thought, up a few. Oh yeah, know, kids. I, kid, I remember being a kid. I draw swastikas on shit. Just because, I mean, that is, <laughs> what? There wasn't a there wasn't a Jew within a you know ten mile radius of me, probably. You know, but you know, just, you like, know what? what you growing did. up, I remember sitting in class. I was always daydreaming, lost, and I would draw these apocalyptic tank battles you know german <laughs> tanks and american yeah. tanks so and germans never put swastikas on their tank that was rare they might fly the flag but they didn't paint swastikas on there but of course us being kids and germans were always bad guys i was i was really shocked when i was about four or five years old i found out my uncle was german i was like German, <laughs> and i didn't know that and but you got to remember as a kid we grew up on those films germans were the bad guys you know they were the nazis and so you know my little tanks always had swastikas on them and stuff today i would be dragged out of class into the child psychiatrist in the school Mm -hmm. you know you, you sit down you little 
Hitler worshiping shit, you know? Yeah, let me tell um, you something, my WAP kraut friend. That's right. <laughs> in, in this case, WAP Mick. Um, oh, no, wait. You're <laughs> Panuccio? I thought you were Italian. No, I'm half and half. Italian kraut. Oh, Mick. Mick WAP Mick. Irish. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, I see. Oh, your uncle was the kraut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he okay. was married to my mother's sister. I was crestfallen over this. <laughs> Uncle Richie's a German? Well, I mean, yeah, my mother, even up until shortly before, she used to laugh about that. She says, you were so distraught that your Uncle Richie was a German. And uh, Mayor's dad was a, our granddad was a German soldier in, in the war. Who? Chrissy Mayer. Oh. oh. Allegedly. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Side. That's funny. I was like, oh, your your grandfather was a Nazi. <laughs> Not necessarily, of course, but I'm, I went ahead and rounded up to Nazi. So Hey, we got a robbery one night on Madison Avenue. An older Korean guy, got to be in his 70s. Guys come in to steal shit in the store. They're going to stick him up. And he winds up picking up a bat and chasing these guys out of the store. We get to the scene. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, this is not worth getting killed over. He looks at me and he goes, I was in the Korean army. He says, I fought in the war. So I'm like, yeah, I says, my father was in the Korean war. And he goes, maybe I fought your father. So I looked at him and I'm like, you mean you were on the <laughs> other side? And he goes, yeah. He says, I was in the North Korean army. He says, we didn't have a choice. And then what are you bragging about? Wasn't a matter of coming home. And, uh, you know, I I says, how'd you wind up in America? He goes, who wants to live in Korea? He says, in North Korea. He says, it sucks. He says, everything about the place sucks. Communism sucks. He says, this is the greatest place on earth. That's an outspoken North Korean right there because there was a guy who ran a Korean shop uh, that I would used to go to when I was living in Astoria. And this guy, I would bring up, you know, uh, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong, you know, whatever. And, and this guy would go, mm, no, no, no. He, was, he was not saying shit like it might be a trick, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he could come get him at any he moment. He had a different experience there. Uh, anyways, yeah. this guy, Singh, was rushed to Jamaica Medical Center where he, where he died the next day. Uh, he was left with a broken skull, missing two front teeth, and uh, this is, wow. uh, of course, this was in broad daylight. They mentioned that. Uh, it, well, if you think the family is pissed off now, night. wait till this goes to court, because there's not an intent to kill this man. They'll charge him with felony murder, but these kinds of things we used to call the misdemeanor homicides. These one punch shots, <laughs> or, you know, shove somebody and they fall down. Yeah. Was it in your intent to kill them? No, it wasn't. You know, you fight them, hurt them, whatever. But your intent is not to murder the guy. Well, you got to watch what you say when you're in those situations. Say, I'll kill you for this. You know, never <laughs> yeah. Say yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> if this guy was standing there screaming, you know, dirty raghead, this and that. But apparently from the fact pattern we get from the story, that didn't yeah, happen. Been, right. Hmm. Well, this is interesting. The son of uh, Singh, he's identified only as Mr. Multani. By the uh, by this outlet, he called on authorities to pursue possible hate crime charges against the alleged killer. And the guy, he, this is a quote from uh, Multani, Mr. Multani. You can call me Mr. Multani. The guy was uh, addressing, uh, have you tried the Multanis at uh, 
Golden Bombay. <laughs> the guy was addressing my father with costumes, with his costumes, it says. The guy was addressing my father with his costumes, with his turbans. Where's the, the fact pattern? What? I don't you see know? what... <laughs> addressing my father with his costumes, with his turbans. How many turbans was he wearing? How many costumes was he wearing? There was yeah, no reason. Like I don't even understand the. He's addressing with his. He addressed his attire. Is that what he's saying? Or he's the weekend his... rewrite guy again? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. This is no. a quote. We're blaming this on this Indian fuck. Okay. This guy was addressing my father with his costumes, with his turbans. He said, and there's no reason. Okay, so... He says there's no reason for someone to go in that intensity. My father was targeted, and it is a possible hate crime. No fucking way. Uh, yeah, this is not a hate not crime. There to do that just because your father was wearing his uh, traditional garb or what have you. That's not because these road rage fights happen all the time. That's why they're called road rage. Road rage. They lose their minds over it and they get in a fight, and yeah. sometimes people get killed. Rage and hate. The manslaughter case. Uh, here uh, we go. You know the Sikhs have a lot of hair under those turbans. Uh, not always, Pete. You know, uh, this one uh, was a little hairless. Oh, that's I, him. I, yeah. I source seek. Are you are you, are you are you losing it that I had that picture right? Nobody seems duly impressed that I had a picture of him hairless, laying here with no bone in his on left side. No bone on left side. No bone on left side. Anyway, no way, that's him. Is that him? No, nah, that's him. Yeah, I mean, this is in the article. His family would like for hate crime charges to be filed. Just, yeah, uh, that's him. Yeah, he's. Uh, well, if there's no uh, bone on the left side of his head, he hit incredibly hard. It's not easy yeah. to really crack your head open, and, and once you get the swelling, they're gonna take the, they take the uh, a piece of your brain, a, a piece of your skull off to ease the swelling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, obviously it's it was nasty. pretty severe. You know, he uh, he ain't yeah. around no more. Uh, his wife, meanwhile, was traumatized and left with quote a terrible impression after the fight that took her husband's. Life. I would say that's an understatement. Uh, yeah. I have a terrible impression of this event. <laughs> My impression, not good. Not good. I I would expect so. Yeah. That, that Indians are they they even when they speak incorrectly, it sounds strangely smart, doesn't it? I was looking at your not being there. <laughs> it's kind of like Yoda talk. Uh, yeah, I know. It's look at your absence, I will. A mystical sage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but a Sikhs terrible are, impression I have. Sikhs are generally the warrior class in Indian society. Oh. Um, they are, you know, they're the alpha males within the Indian community. Um, very, very good friend of mine for many, many years is, is a Sikh. Um, they don't put up with too much bullshit. Um, yeah. you, you get into it with them, you're going to have a fight on your hands, no matter how old they are. Yeah. And this well, guy he did was... get his phone back. And then the guy, it sounds like he came up on behind him and knocked him down. So see, he wasn't so looking for trouble. Bushwhacking again. It's like the guy yeah. in the camouflage yeah. coat in Coney yeah. Island. Yeah. 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 Tactical position. He, yeah. he wasn't, uh, this guy wasn't looking for trouble, though. This guy, you know, no, he wasn't. You no. know, I mean, because you know, you can find it in New York for sure. You know, seek, and you will find. <laughs> yeah. uh, Augustine yeah. drove off after the deadly attack, so it was a hit and run hate crime. I guess <laughs> what they want. Yeah, it was yeah. held without bail. Oh, no bail. 
by the judge. He's due back in uh, Queens Criminal Court Thursday. Eric Adams expresses condolences to the Big Apple's Sikh community. Jasmine Singh loved his family, and he uh, deserved so much more than his tragic death. True statement. I get it. Yeah. Well, he hit him three times. On behalf of all New Yorkers, I want all uh, our Sikh community to know you have uh, more than our condolences. You have our sacred vow that we reject the hatred that took this innocent. He shouldn't use terms like that, though. This innocent life and we'll protect. It's a road rage incident. He's mad at the guy. Look, I bet you this fucking guy. Well, the other guy was unlicensed, though, wasn't he? Aggravated. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Aggravatedly so. The other guy. He's a real ruffian, this guy. Hard to say (laughs) who's at fault here, really. I mean, in the accident, we'll never know, I guess. They're not going to tell us that. We have to be, uh, you know, involved in the trial. Uh, so that's uh, what chances of that are pretty nil for getting picked for this jury, especially after this report. Right? Yes. I mean, did, did, would this would this get me out of jury duty? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was called for jury duty, and, and I went down there, but I thought, you know, as a as a crime reporter in New York City, uh, a, a crime comedian, you know, whatever you want to go, seems like maybe you know I would be. Um, exempt in some way you know what do you think may possibly sway the jury a jury of your peers yeah Yeah. we can't have him back there cracking jokes in the jury room (laughs) felony assault he laughs at murder and rape (laughs) (laughs) look at his shirt this is hilarious (laughs) my god there's blood all over it (laughs) all you need to do is walk in with some of your merch (laughs) yeah that's right yeah (laughs) yeah show up in your t-shirt walk in with your new york city crime report shirt and uh, yeah, you out of here, out of here. <laughs> well, uh, I they do ask you questions like, have you ever been, you know, uh, on the other side of the criminal justice system or whatever? Right. So, I mean, it seems like that might. Then again, though, they always have people that have, that have had interactions with the police. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm actually getting hate mail from them now. Um, from the from. Oh. <laughs> from yeah. Wait, from from who? From the jury selection in, in New York County, really report for jury duty. You know, you, you know, hate mail. We've tried to notify you four hundred and seventy times. You have not answered our letters, dear Prick Panuccio. <laughs> you're in big trouble. Wow. If what do you just ignore them? Show up, we're going to arrest you. This and that. What, well, wait a second. License. What do you? How can? Are you just ignoring your jury summonses? Yeah, lately. <laughs> Wait a second. You're a solid citizen. Why would you do that? They're registered to vote and everything, and you're going to just the, I mean, go? the last couple of times I went down there, they only one time did they pick me. They sat me for a... Um, <laughs> so this, so they, you're rejecting them now. <laughs> they told me right out, you're going over to the civil part. And... Uh, you know, and they started asking me questions. You know, the two somebody. This is how old this was. Woman got a finger caught in a laser jet printer, and she was suing for a million and a half dollars. <laughs> so my immediate, like, this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and the lawyer for her gets up there. And she, she says, "So how long you been on the job?" And the way he said it, I said, "This guy's got to be a retired cop." I told him, "I said, I'm a police officer. I don't know, 22 years at that point." 
and you know what's going on i says well i don't think highly of frivolous lawsuits and i can see the judge go (laughs) (laughs) he goes he goes i says i've been sued i says ridiculous lawsuits judge says uh counsel sergeant in the back and he's like you don't think you could be fair objective i said probably not so i'm being honest with you i get these <laughs> i work very hard i'm very active and i've had quite a few lawsuits and i said they're they're ridiculous the so fair judges is are, okay, go ahead. You're, you're dismissed and the lawyer came up to me afterwards and he says <laughs> he says thank you for being honest he says i figured i had a cop here and i says i figured you knew what I meant when you said on the job. I said, I knew exactly what you meant. You're a retired cop. That was your way of letting me know. Yeah, it's a dog says, whistle. Glad, glad you were on. <laughs> he says, because I thought maybe I had, you know, a winner here. And he says, once you told the judge, you know, I have a thing with frivolous lawsuits. He says, if I can ever be a ha- help, though, here's my card. <laughs> uh, um, I, you Daniel, know, it, it, Daniel it ambulance, ambulance chaser. Yeah, yeah. It was a bunch of it, it, it was it was ridiculous. Well, hold on and, a second. If you can, if you know well enough to say, like, yeah, I don't think I could be fair and objective. You could probably be fair and objective. I mean, truthfully, really, you know. I mean, like, if you know that, like, yeah, I lean towards. Yeah, I mean, you, do you see what mm-hmm. I mean? It's a little bit of a brain trick to say, like, you know, I. I can't. I don't think I can be objective in this. Well, they're immediately assuming he has an insurmountable bias. Right, but he's so, but he know, but, but by acknowledging it, by, know, by acknowledging details. it, it's a, like it's voluntary, you know. Right, right. Like I'm going to be a little unfair here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, my idea of justice is Judge Roy Bean, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't have patience for nonsense. Yeah, I get it. But you know what? What you said makes makes perfect sense, and the, and anybody should agree with that. I don't think highly of frivolous lawsuits. You know, I mean, I guess the the, uh, the I guess what you're supposed to take by inference is that you think a lot of things are frivolous that other people don't. But what you're saying, literally, everybody should should be like against frivolous lawsuits. They're frivolous. Yeah. As soon as I uttered the f word. <laughs> I can see the judge. The judge went. Uh, I don't, we don't say f- that here. We're not. We're not. No, we, we don't, don't con frivolity here. Yeah, so we've he all was, made our bread and butter on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, gentlemen, we're going to take uh, everybody's going in the back. We're not going to discuss this in public anymore. So, fine by me. Frivolous lawsuits are like the cosmetic dentistry for dentists. You know, I mean, like for the, of lawyers. You know, they, and, they, and you know, it was funny. You know who was there the same day? Harvey Keitel. <laughs> they called his name out. They called his name out once. And then a couple of minutes, about 10 minutes later, Cartel, hi, Harvey, Harvey Keitel. And then I hear that voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he had a rough night. He, he did not look good. Bad lieutenant, bad juror. Mr. Oh, Wolf. Yeah, he was, he had a bad lieutenant night tonight. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> show me with your mouth. <laughs> that seems like you could just show the scene of him as a pimp and taxi driver and go dismissed. <laughs> you know, the one where he's going like, yeah, yeah. you could do anything you want. Fucker in the ass, in the mouth. No rough <laughs> stuff. 
Uh, 45 felony assaults now were reported in the in the uh, uh, subway system in September. That's a 21.6 increase from the 37 such crimes recorded during the same month in 2022. 21.6% <laughs> increase. So that was 45 rather than 37. That's a statistically yeah, well, insignificant jump, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, that's just over last year. If you really want to get the true measure of it, Compared to the statistics in 2019, yeah. before we had the full introduction to criminal justice and bail reform, the numbers are staggering. Right. They're ridiculous. That's where yeah. the jump comes, right? It's like yes. right, right. The, jump the numbers, is- some numbers are down from last year. But you take this year's number, you take last year's number. I don't care what you even take. Compare it to 2019. Kind of compare it to 2011. You know, a thousand years from now, people are going to be looking at this stuff and saying, what were they thinking? <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> well, this is when racial justice, 45 felony assaults. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, there's a big difference in a felony assault and uh, and a misdemeanor assault, but sometimes it's completely, I mean, as far as like what you may or may not get, you know, but the line you really bet- between work what on. it is, it can be different. No, look, they, they, I could have possibly been charged with felony assault and like, uh, you know, I mean, of course, Gino's still running around saying felony all the time. A felon. I was a victim of felony assault. But uh, it's not true, you know. And, like, um, uh, I thought you had to have a weapon for felony assault. A weapon and an injury. You, or, can you go either or? Because what if there's just the injury? Because apparently there's some people who think you can charge that as a felony. Can you? Yeah, it's got to be an extreme amount of pain and damage done to be up to the level of making it a felony assault if it's just your hands. Well, you know. It's like it'll be permanent disfigurement or uh, injury. Yeah, it's somebody's brain gets so rattled they can't really be funny anymore. What if you What if you beat the comedy out of somebody? Uh, uh, there wasn't yeah. that much left rattling around anyway. I'll, I'm, I'm going to be kind and not say anything at this point. <laughs> 45. <laughs> This is a overall... I don't want to get chastised again. <laughs> Chastened by <laughs> the man. All right. Well, uh, let's, I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, I think we covered all the crime that happened in New York City over the past. Uh, <laughs> Every while. last one. Of them. I think we have. I think we've. <laughs> I think we've done it. And and of course, there's big things going on uh, out of state with the. Uh, what do we have? The, uh, the well, this terrorist attack. Twenty two dead. Is this a sleeper cell? No, they got him ID. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, army vet, reservist. Uh, is he uh, Muslim or what? Is he no. white? Well, they don't know yet. It's preliminary, but they got him ID. Forty-year-old Robert Card. Yeah, forty mass shooter, horrifying rampage, rage in Maine. Wow, yeah. Maine in the news, sparking a. Uh, What's the what's the state motto of Maine? Is, you know what is it? The something state or whatever. Like Delaware, live free or die. Of course, Vermont's uh, Maine, Vermont's right next to Delaware. Going, take it easy, take it easy. Yeah, Maine is <laughs> it's fucking freezing up here. <laughs> the, the hardly anyone the lives here. State. state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that fucking moose. <laughs> More than 50 wounded in two separate shootings. Lewiston, the second largest city. That's the state's second largest city. 
Never heard of it. Lewiston. There's really not that many people in Maine. If you look at the demographics for the state, it's not a... Like I said, the hardly anybody lives here state. You got people on the coastline, that's it. And once you start getting into the interior of the state, it's... it's... Because why would you? Yeah. Uh, I knew some girl from Maine. She was from Portland. Maine. That's a pretty sizable place, ain't it? Portland. Portland's... uh... Maine, Portland, Maine. Anybody? Portland, Maine must have a good seventy thousand people living there. No shit. No, I don't. I, I don't know how big it is, but it's not that big. Boy, this girl, man, she was big up front. She had a nice chest on her for her size. I mean, oh. she was short, you know, but she had this big chest, and, and God, she was sexy. She had a weird ass, but I loved it. It was pretty nice, and uh, she was. She had money, you know. I guess so. She always expected me to take her to these fucking places like you know where the where they use some kind of uh, special oil for the omelets and shit you know cost you an arm and a leg and no good reason everything's drizzled 68,313 in portland can i talk about this piece of ass i tore down there people <laughs> don't interrupt the ass they'll <laughs> save it for another time but uh, I found out she uh, had only one. Uh, I found out she had a kidney that was up in, in the front part of her body. And I'm like, that's going to have to be the end. I can't deal with that. I can't. I don't even want to think about it. Was it an extra kidney and or it, was it just in the wrong place? She, yeah, she had three kidneys. Three kidneys. Well, wow, that's uh, kind of, that could become an Andy. No, she, yeah, she did not <laughs> have money in the bank. She yeah, one no, in the wrong I can, place. I can give you this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> You like really anybody stealing organs, organ harvesting? They're like, fuck, we really was mother load here. <laughs> Just take one, be nice. But for Pat Dixon, you're not sexy if you don't, if you have your kidneys. I just keep thinking about putting place. my dick in there, poking her kidney or something. I don't know. Just... <laughs> Wait a no, minute, I, I feel I, something. I That's my kidney. Pimp. I'm sorry. I know what? a Mexican madam, pimp, that she's got relatives down in Mexico. She'll hook you right up. Ah. <laughs> Their kidneys are in the right place. I'm not. If she's a day over sixteen, I'm not interested. <laughs> Those people are disgusting, aren't they? Mexicans. Yeah. I'm anyway, afraid. well, uh, <laughs> kidding, of course. <laughs> Teasing, of course. No, yes, um, I. I, there was a Mexican girl that I had sex with in El Paso a few times. She was a waitress, you know, and the way some of these things work sometimes, if you don't get into some kind of fight and she doesn't start dating anybody, you get to fuck her again next time, you know, could be eight oh. months, 12 months. And so, like, over the course of a few years, I watched her just balloon up in weight. Uh, yeah, like, the last time, I'm just like, you could blow me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, she was working like, Rose's Cantina. No, she did not. She uh, in the West Texas town of El Paso. No, no, she worked uh, at the uh, comic strip Bart Bart Reed Bart Reed's comic strip. I think was his name. Okay, Bart something. Anyways, Marty, uh, Marty Robbins wrote a song about some chick in El Paso that killed over it. Allegedly, Ooh, I, allegedly. Uh, I uh, yeah. Well, anyway, she has such soft skin. Oh, soft, nice, soft hair. Oh. But then when I came back, like I said, she had so much soft skin. I mean, it was just sometimes too much of a good thing. Can't turn. She's trying to say she had some girth. Yeah, is she? I guess More that happens to the love. Mexican girls. You know, they just kind of. But she was ad- wow. she was adorable. She was funny. Uh, but uh, you know, she wasn't for me ultimately. You know, I mean, uh, I was. Uh, well, we did go to Juarez one time to buy Elvis paintings and shit. 
I didn't go past the that area. Yeah, I was, oh, yeah, the yeah, velvet elves. They were. They glow velvet. Yes, they were. I came back go. with a few of them, man. I was like, <laughs> wonder where those are now. Yeah, whatever happened to velvet and, elves? And who would care? <laughs> who would really care? Uh, okay, be- they're saying the guy had mental issues, hearing voices, and threatened to shoot up, shoot up a military training base. So uh, there was warning ahead of time, but well. Oh, the FBI go. goes, eh, let's see what he does. Yeah, we'll deal with it later. He's white. And we'll let's blame see, everybody yeah, else and criminalize millions of innocent people. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're getting that information now, this early yeah. in the investigation, mm-hmm. right? that means the flags were up already on this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, no question. Uh, no question. I mean, the same way with Cruz down in, uh, I, mean, I mean, you name your case, you know, they had a, right. a dossier on these. I mean, how would a guy like... Uh, the guy, the Las Vegas shooter, you know, I forget his name. How would how would they not know all about a guy like that? Accumulating all these arms and shit. Yeah, know? he had an arsenal. Yeah. We uh, have we still haven't heard the It's still not the full story. There's a little more details about he had a serious problem with the casino and that type of thing. But really not a full blown I was almost you know, convinced motive, I was almost convinced that guy didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, I mean, like, really, he, he's he's sort of like Adam Lanza, you know, like you see that one picture and you're like, it all looks like <laughs> faded picture. together and photoshopped and shit. I mean, <laughs> then I saw a video of that kid and I'm like, damn, he really did look like that. <laughs> I boned a girl look just like Adam Lanza. Good Lord. Who? Oh, TMI. <laughs> yeah, I know. My God, bad. You'll say no to the extra kidney, but but uh, well, Adam Lanza look alike. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see where this goes. I mean, she was this this she could be hired for events and stuff, you know. <laughs> she she could appear as a, <laughs> an Adam Lanza imitator, you know, in parties oh, and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, what is a case big market for that. Adam Lanza. I mean, the warning flags were everywhere. Yeah. What part? I mean, his custodian was his mother. Maybe this kid shouldn't be around guns or have <laughs> access to these things. Well, he's two yeah. you know, A applies to the autistic too, apparently. Well, still no excuse. I, I mean, <laughs> you're an adult. You're in charge. You know, if you realize this kid's a bed bug. <laughs> you need to do what you need to do. You can't placate this kid. You can't constantly yeah, she was, she mollify him. Awful lot of the blame. Yeah, you can't just uh, let him gorge on the blood of his classmates. <laughs> Little bed bug. Hey, I had a question for you about a charging decision uh, or about a sentencing thing. Now, uh, I know, Pete, that uh, you, you're not, you weren't in the judicial part of the criminal justice system. But you certainly spent some time in the courts. A guy was sentenced. Um, let's see, uh, I'm going to have to find it. He was sentenced uh, for building bombs, uh, and uh, uh, in New York City. I'm gonna, uh, maybe I'll get lucky here, but uh, yeah, yeah, that he, was a, it's a bizarre story. You know the story, yeah. Okay. Sentenced to six years. Oh, that's a different story. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to be able to find it. This is one we covered on an earlier show, right? We that did. 
We did. Yeah. Now, Frank James was sentenced to 10 life terms. Now, Frank James, of course, the, the subway shooter. Right, right. Down in, I think that was in Brooklyn. Where you, that was yeah, in Brooklyn. And, and he, uh, you know, there was, he set off some smoke bombs. Nobody was even seriously injured. And he, uh, you know, left his freaking credit card, his bank card, his driver's license, everything at the scene <laughs> of the crime. Along with the receipts for the, like the the rental, the rider rental, and and I, probably the receipts for all the guns too. I don't know, but I mean, like he just left every piece of information he could, and then he waited in a McDonald's in Midtown or some shit to get arrested. So it still took a little while. That was an odd case, but ten life sentences. Now it doesn't. It's oh, it's ten. Uh, okay, he has ten concurrent life terms plus a ten-year consecutive term in prison. So that's. 20 years max and as little as less than that. I mean, like whatever he gets you know, knocked off. Uh, when I heard 10 life terms, they didn't say that at first about it being concurrent. So uh, what do you think of that sentence? You know, I mean, 10 concurrent life terms and then a, a plus a 10 year consecutive term in prison. It, it, it depends. Um, it depends what the life terms are for. He didn't kill anybody. No. Um, so conceivably, he could see daylight again at some point. Because um, you get a certain knockoff for good behavior. You know, there's all sorts of factors. If you go to school, if you're taking any kind of treatment programs, they'll knock mm -hmm. some time off. Well, he's yeah. had he's he has a history, you know, with like uh, a lot of uh, anti, uh, I guess, anti-white probably rhetoric and stuff like that, and a lot of like really. He's uh, batshit crazy. Device, yeah. He's <laughs> Anybody who you hates know. white people is batshit crazy. I mean, I say that. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. But he's uh, he was 62 at the time. I guess now he's uh, 64. Yeah, 64. we're not going to be seeing him again. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably not, I guess. But, you know, the uh, his his attorney asked for 18 years and the uh, the, the people, I guess, were, were looking for a life sentence. Uh, he put on a gas mask, set off a smoke device, fired a handgun at least 33 times. <laughs> yeah, from what I recall, I think he had his... I mean... That can be dangerous uh, to do that. He that's, had a second hand, yeah. I believe, with him um, in his property that was found at the scene. Yeah. Um, it just goes to show you, like, this guy's grand master plan, but, you know, you, <laughs> you ten know. people, Ten people wounded... 29 hospitalized this is while there's nobody dead a mass shooter that you know, that is that goes way above and beyond you know what some of the mass shootings we've seen i mean like to fire 33 times in a crowded subway car uh 29 people hospitalized total a smoke bomb you know setting that up which again that couldn't have helped with the aim exactly that's where he messed up. As far as trying to do his mass murder, yeah, it's very difficult to see what you're doing through smoke. Yeah, let yeah. me just, you know. Uh, like, here's, a, here's a little known thing that popped up this week. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Roy DeMeo crew in Brooklyn back in the 70s and 80s. They were, they were a crew of the Gambino crime family. I've heard of them. And Roy had a crew. Those, those guys were rough. They were These really were the guys would take you in the apartment in the back of the bar, the Gemini Lounge, and they shoot you and cut you into little pieces and off to the Fountain Avenue dump you went. 
One of his main hitmen was a guy by the name of Anthony Senta. Guy did a tremendous amount of murders. He wound up getting nailed for five in, in, a, in a federal RICO case. So he got life plus 40 years. They announced his parole date June 22nd next year. So this guy was a, a, a mafia killer, top shelf hitman. I mean, this guy whacked a lot of people. So, but they're seriously entertaining giving this guy parole next year. They're letting out he cop got killers too, right? Life, life plus 40. That so he's it. a ghost now. Never, <laughs> I guess, never give up hope, you know, right? These life sentences don't sound like they're life sentences. <laughs> well, it's like but, AIDS. You know, here's the thing. I mean, he's going to probably do like every other wise guy. Come out and start a podcast and yeah. make millions. I mean, people, millions of people, a lot of people listen to Sammy Gravano. And, you know, he was a mass murderer. Now, Not you, a serial killer, but a mass murderer. Yeah, he cut uh, a deal, though. Yeah. This guy, uh, he's going to, he, I couldn't even believe that they would seriously entertain that they're going to let this guy out of jail. Nothing, no, no parole decisions surprise me anymore. You know, once they, they yeah, started letting really, out these, yeah. uh, you know, like Weather Underground or whatever the fuck it was, you know, these, these assholes. I, by the way, there's some footage. They're all out. The weather crew, the last guy. Oh, yeah. 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 He's out. That's Chetza Boudin's father. Yeah. I used to be in San Francisco. Well, that, yeah, in San Francisco, yeah. right? Yeah. It, but the, yeah. the one they let out in, in New York State, you know, who, um, and came back to the city, and he can be a mentor to the young. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? God. Look at look at Barack Obama's political mentor was Bill yeah. Ads and his wife uh, Bernadette yeah. Dawn, and they raised Chesa Boudin. Yeah, but he was also Barack Obama's, you know, political guide in his early years. Mm -hmm. And this is the part that I don't get, you know. These are some of the worst anti-American scumbags to ever walk this earth. Yeah. Uh, Bill yeah. Ayers should have been under a jail, not in one. Uh, <laughs> simple as that. And oh, I don't know. You know. Was it really so bad what he did? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hold that. <laughs> By the way, um, uh, this, this is a fascinating video that I came across. This is some video of Frank James uh, doing target practice here. So uh, I'm not sure if you can see when I when I blow it up like that, if you can see it. So let me just uh, uh, I can move it out a little bit here. And yeah, I want to I want to make sure that you guys get the I can uh, see appropriate him. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Frank James, he's doing target practice. And uh, yeah, this is pretty remarkable. Um, here he goes. I hit a damn thing. Yeah, because you shoot like a gangster. Be like this sometimes, bro. Be like that. I hit a damn thing. You ain't hit shit. Not even be like this sometimes, bro. Be like that. It's not even smoky. You know what? At the range, we call that one hand unsupported. Um that's not how you shoot a gun. And thankfully, he really didn't know how to shoot a gun. It, yeah, made well it worked out. <laughs> you want him to be uh, really poorly trained, right? Yeah, yeah that's best. I didn't, yeah. 
you know, it's a good uh, thing he didn't learn. You've seen that scene from Magnum Forest, you know, when he's firing that uh, 44. Yeah, he one hands it in a lot of those shots. Well, yeah. he's Dirty Harry, for Christ's sake. Well, that's Hollywood. Now, you were around, you were a cop when Dirty Harry came out. Is that true, Pete? Or was, did you become a cop somewhat later than, the, than that? Somewhat later. The okay. first two were already out. But did those movies speak to you as a cop? Because, you know, they, they talk about the, the liberal uh, end of the criminal justice oh, system. Yeah. It's just as relevant now, if not more so, as it was then. Sure, because he was, he nailed it. In 1971, Dirty Harry came out. And that's where he makes his speech about, yeah. you know. How many shots did I fire? Liberals. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> he was 50 years ahead of his time. I mean, <laughs> really. He wasn't wrong. You go around shooting people. Well, if the situation calls for it, well, you have to shoot people. Yeah, then you do it. You do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, I believe his quote in the movie is, there's nothing wrong with shooting people as long as the right people get shot. Um, right. people get shot and it wasn't like he was a mad shooter in those movies every time he shot somebody they were doing evil things right uh, yeah, and he sure. killed them yeah but he he, he shot uh, the one guy that was that was doing all the shootings you know like the guy the sniper you know in the first movie and the guy's like you violated my rights, I yeah. have rights. it's like they they really drive that point home man I mean it's like not even, there's no uh, question, no ambiguity, no subtlety. It's this long haired fucking that dude. Man, I don't, I never saw him in another fucking movie ever. <laughs> I'd see him every now and then. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Was he really? Years. I never saw yeah. him again. That's, I, you would, I thought maybe he just kind of got flipped out by the role. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, Ned Beatty made more movies, but uh, his fellow <laughs> actors always looked at him like, mm, nah. <laughs> Look at Mr. it this way. Mr. Luthor, you want me to maybe squeal like a pig, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> he ended up working for Lex Luthor. You could be that guy saying, you got pretty lips. <laughs> well, that's true. Take them panties I off. I saw him in a movie again. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy. I think that guy was uh, on location. They're just like, you'll perfect yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> now, you just do, do what you would do if you found a big, fat uh, city pig like this out here in the woods. Yeah, the banjo player actually went on. He grew up. He became a senator from the state of Delaware. And Untrue. became president of the United States. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, oh, yeah. Pete. I didn't mean to cut in on you there. I, I, I see what you're doing now. The banjo player, though, I actually watched a little thing on YouTube about him. That's why I knew he actually ended up as a Walmart uh, cart guy or something like that. Hmm. He worked at a Walmart cart, but he, you know, this guy, uh, he, he didn't get paid very much money for that. No, <laughs> no. One of the a very iconic scene in a Hollywood movie, and he's like, you know, I work at Walmart now. You know, <laughs> he doesn't even the play the fucking banjo. That, that guy doesn't even play the fucking banjo. They had to train him to sort of act like he played the banjo. That, I mean, that's pretty good. It's a lot of effort to put into something, you know. Yeah, they fooled me. Yeah, I mean, for all the world, you think oh, that little fucker? All he does is play the fucking banjo. He communicates through banjo language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's wrap it up then, Pete. Uh, the, you, uh, I, I love seeing you on stuff. You know, that's uh, that's not this show. I love seeing you on this show even more, of course. But uh, you know, it's 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 cool <laughs> that you you know, you're working, doing some TV things because you're you're the perfect. Uh, detective character you know from uh you know new york city and uh 
you know, it's funny. Today I had to go I had to go to this event, and there was a guy there who I met a while back in a cigar bar. And he comes up to me, and he goes, I know you. He says, you're the TV detective. <laughs> and he says, I saw your episode last night. Now, I've only done one episode each year on New York Homicide. Well, and all the excitement. They, I know you lost count today. But was I in five use, episodes, six episodes, well, or just five? It's just two episodes over two years, but they used me in the commercials for both years. So everybody's seeing this commercial. And this year I'm only in the show for maybe a grand total of like two minutes. Uh, but everybody sees that commercial, you know, because I'm typical New York cop. Somebody gets murdered every day in New York City. Yeah. You know, that's how it goes. And uh, apparently the producers like that one for the uh, – that's really my claim <laughs> to fame on that one this year. Is it, it's like I'm in the commercial. You, you you could not have come up with a better thing to say to get into the commercial. Well, it's the absolute truth. Yeah, it's it, that's yeah. the thing. As much as people hate the truth, uh, that they, they do respond to it, you know. And there, it, it, maybe the people watching that love it. it. There, it is nice to see. I mean, look, it's it's you know, it's not just one person every day either, is it? I mean, like, uh, is it, well, murders are going to happen. Yeah, and I'm of the opinion. Okay, we deal with it. All right, you're not you're not going to stand there and get hysterical. Or this is what your job is. This is what you do. Let's get it done. Right. Um, and it, I'm, most I'm, people most people find murders disturbing. Uh, you know, <laughs> I get it. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I get it, but my job is to solve them. So, right. yeah. you know, you got to be. Uh, you you got to be a, a, a little a little practical there, right? I mean, uh, yeah. it gets to be just yeah. a our life there obviously pete i mean you're uh i mean like I how long it, I mean, it became routine you know yes so that like uh well you know a lot of people as much as they knock the police i always say that you know what on a lot of these homicides that i did go to especially ones that weren't there was no notoriety it was you know a dead guy in the street could be a drug dealer be a homeless guy whatever and i said what most people didn't never realize with the public especially the people with the negative view of the police if we didn't care nobody would care mm. there was a lot of times if families didn't care you know it, it, we were yeah. the ones that you know we owe it to that person that's laying on the ground there so i used to tell people this guy here is the most important guy at this crime scene and we have a job to do you know, you get these bosses yelling and carrying on. I don't even listen to their bullshit. It's <laughs> this. I know my business. I know what I have to do. Mm -hmm. I'm working for that guy there. Even if, he's, a times, even if he's in a recliner okay. all exploded and everything. Whatever, no matter how he wound <laughs> yeah. up in that situation. But, you know, there's a big, harsh city. A lot of people don't care. Their families don't care. But you know what? We care. And what people don't realize is we put tremendous effort into solving these cases, no matter who it is. It doesn't matter if you're on Park Avenue or if you're on a park bench. We're still going to do our best. So yeah. that's, I think that's one of the things that they try to get out with the show that, you know what, we always work hard on these things. Everything else is type and practice. There you go. Take that world. Take that anti cop <laughs> left. Take that. 
Sensor.tv. So happy to have you guys watching today. It means a lot to both me and Doug. And Doug, uh, of course, we find you over at uh, you know, all sorts of places, but uh, Late as Fuck mm-hmm. being one of them. And, yes. uh, and Late as Fuck is a very entertaining show. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, nobody disputes it. Let me get that out. I mean, I'm not going to say anybody uh, disputes that at all. It would be ridiculous. Such a thing would be ridiculous to say. It's, uh, yes. it's always entertaining. And uh, very proud to do that with you, uh as, as, as often as we do now I, I will say with all the streaming i've been doing lately and uh, you coming over and doing crime report it's hard to get it all in but i, I hope that all my friends over at, at you know nyccrimereport.locals.com are not holding that against me uh too harshly because uh it's uh you know look nobody works harder than a podcaster everybody knows this <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some more cartoons over there. <laughs> you know what I work. You know what I work hardest on just trying to look busy. <laughs> That's important. That's probably it. I want to show you this uh, ad here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and actually. Uh, I, uh, Pete, uh, do I need to cut you loose, or, or can you? Uh, are, you are you okay to hang out if I if it takes me like half? I'm all yours. Okay, uh-huh. great. Love it. I know, Doug, your feet are swelling, so we'll... Uh... <laughs> Not so much lately. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Let me see if I can just put a... Uh... Now, now, look, nobody hang me if this doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, you, uh, you uh, promised us this thing. You say. Okay. Uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Uh, yes. Okay, this is going to work. I'm getting an idea maybe. of where this is going. Oh, this is amazing. Uh, this is the work of... Uh, Pumpkin spice heroin. That's where you can find him over on uh, and, uh, on uh, what do you call it? Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Tell my boy I said hello. Will do. Will do. He's uh, you know he's he's left the state. Are you are you aware? Yeah, I know he was in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just got to go, and that's what he did. Uh, well, I mean, I had to go, and he had to go. Different reasons. We left almost at the same time though. And uh, oh wow is true okay i think this is gonna work all right let's take a look at this uh so it don't take my word for how good late as fuck is just listen to old uh wc fields see uh, it's late as fuck you say well oh, that makes sense my dear friend late at night we're all sensible folks are tucked into bed pat dixon and douglas nelson brace our screens it's as if they're saying, let's wait until the entire world is too tired to change the channel. So what's your take on the show, Mr. Fields? Oh, it's like a midnight rendezvous at a speakeasy. Full of secrets and whispers, but without the thrill, you know? And as for being risque, they've certainly got that down. They push the envelope so far, it's practically a postage stamp. Any suggestions for them? Well, I'd say, if they want to be late as fuck, and still get folks watching. They should mix in a bit more subtlety with their sauciness. It's all well and good to be risque, but with a dash of wit, it can go a long way. There you uh, go. WC Fields loves the program. Did, were you guys, uh, what do you think of that? I mean, I, I the writing in that to me was also perfect. I mean, like, I, he came yeah. up with some really genuine sounding WC Fields witnesses. <laughs> I think that's what he would say. They push the envelope so far, it's practically a postage stand. <laughs> yeah. 
with with way. <laughs> I love W.C. Fields. He's the best. And we did a little show about him, too. Uh, it kind of outlines his whole deal. Uh, it was fun analyzing his comedy. on the, it did, That's yeah. on the locals as well. Uh, sub- supporters only. But if you want to just follow, there's, of course, you know, uh, what you would call um, some free stuff on there, too. And some stuff starts out. Yeah. But you're missing out on the extra good stuff. Look. So subscribe. Yeah, support a, a nigga. And what? myself. <laughs> I'm going to change the name of the show to Pat and the nigga. That's you, Doug. You're the nigga. Oh, okay. Well, all right. You are nigga, sir. Remember, I did find out that I have a percentage of Congo blood in my Why heritage. do you think I'm saying this? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know which half is going out on the audio and which is going to go right to censor.tv. That would be this half. Because uh, we, we put in a nice little... Now, if you want to hear the first half of this show, all you got to do is go and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or uh, wherever you get your podcast. New York City Crime Report since 2011. The show's been going on. Uh, I have a long and distinguished career as a comedic crime podcaster. And that's why I can get a guest uh, of the uh, a co-host such as you, Doug, and a guest of the uh, quality of a Pete Panuccio, who, uh, yeah, we... Uh, I can only, uh, you know, I'll say the same thing to you that I say to Ray Schneiders, and it's true in both cases. You dress up every show that you're on, and uh, thanks for being here, Pete. Except I haven't started eating weights yet, like Ray Schneider does. I'm convinced man does not lift weights, he eats them. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> See you guys next week. And put it in your dick hole. <laughs>